just really trying to give David a sound test, and he wasn't appreciating how little sound I was giving him, so I wrote a bunch of songs. Yeah, but then okay. I was trying to listen to the shit. sound test, and he just kept singing, so I had to deafen it because I didn't want to, didn't want to harsh his uh, his vibe. That's very kind of you. <sighs> Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a piece of shit. That's my favorite song. Yeah, ma'am. It's a banger. So, <clears throat> do you guys want to do intro and get into this? We haven't done this in a while. I know. I don't know what what to do. What is this intro of which you speak? I think I think I'm supposed to introduce it and say things like hello and welcome to the Completely Unprepared podcast. My name is David. I'm Jordan Bloodorn. That's Blood that's urn. a blood urn. Yes, it's blood urn. Blood urn. Uh, blood urn. Uh, Ironically, that's I... the closest I've ever been to saying my actual name. <laughs> and I am Nyquil Jordan. 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 Nyquil Jordan. Uh, for anyone wondering, um, for Christmas, Kira got me a very absurd shirt that is Michael Jordan, but it says Nyquil Jordan. And it's number 22. It looks like some off-brand shit. And she shipped it to me with the name Jornin Bloodern. Yes. Which is kind of close. It was, I, you know, I had to get as close as I could without actually getting it right. So. Yeah. That's better I than think... when I mailed my present to uh, David. It was Dirty D Chap. So. <laughs> I usually mail it to Dovid. <laughs> Dovid 19. Do yeah, exactly. Dovid. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I, I I'm boring, and I put you guys' actual names on addresses. Loser. <laughs> you didn't even put you didn't even put my name on mine. I know I handed it to you in person. I know. What a weird. Meanwhile, this was my present from my mom this year. That's so but, on brand. That's pretty it's great. A, it, for anyone wondering, it's an a uh, picture or it's a pillow that has a picture of her dog wearing Harry Potter glasses and robe. And it has a thunderbolt over its eye. It does right there. Bowery Potter. Bowery Potter. That's pretty great. It is completely. I just watched. It's actually a really good pillow. I just watched the uh, Fantastic Beasts, the one and two, over the last couple of days, and those are bad. Yeah. They're, they're not great. They're bad. I don't yeah. love them. I don't like them even. I've only seen each one, I think, like one time. The, the second one was downright horrible. I didn't even know they had a second one, honestly. They, they have a third one that's um, coming confirmed, out. Yeah. coming out, and because of the whole Johnny Depp allegedly beating Amber Heard thing, they recast Grindelwald in that that's... part. Okay. So. I feel like okay? that whole situation, like, people take really strong sides in it, and it. And from what I've seen, both those people just fucking suck. I'm not saying either of them deserve to be abused or anything, but they're both abusive pieces of shit. Yeah, yep. it's gonna be it's gonna be a while before either of them is clear. But anyway, uh, speaking but of be Harry back. Potter things, I just watched the 20th anniversary 
special on HBO Max. And it was it was very fan pleasing. Mm. That's what I imagine it to be. Yeah. Did you, you come up? Did you get what you wanted it out out of it at least? I I don't think I aimed to actually get mm-hmm. anything out of it. I think I was kind of like, hey, what are you doing? What do you want? <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Sorry, it's my dog. For anyone who's listening, it's just Hi. on on her lap, just staring at her. What? What do you want? And he's he's not technically a lap dog. I don't know. Something amazing. Can you go to sleep? Anyway, um, yeah, like it was fine. It was cool to see everybody again, and they had some really good behind the scenes like footage over the years, which was really cool to see. Like, um, and it was only an hour and twenty four minutes, so it was very palatable. Okay. Um, I just don't want this to like keep being a thing. Like, Friends did it, and then I feel like everybody's gonna be like. Oh, we should make a reunion. It's like, we, do we really need reunions for everything? Before you well, know, it, we're gonna get like... we're gonna get the Bad Boys reunion special. Will Smith and we, no, we already watched that. It was called Bad Boys twenty nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think um, I think what was interesting, and I guess it was really the special that brought this, yeah. and even the Friends one too, because I did watch that one. Like mm-hmm. with with this one, it was interesting just because like of it's like these people were just like doing only this for like 10 years of their lives and like from a perspective it's it's very similar to like you know well not similar to something else but it's just like it's very unique actually because you don't actually have a whole lot of like movie series i mean fast and furious reunion is gonna be the next thing they do because those people have been acting together in that series for you know literal decades except well, for paul walker about... rest in peace yeah i was gonna say the shitty part about that is not even everyone's gonna be at that one yeah well i mean even with this one they did like an in memory thing of the the actors who had passed away oh, that's right right but um uh at least Snape and I think Dumbledore died, right? Yeah, the, Alan the Rickman, the OG, yeah. I think did Hagrid Hans just Gruber. Hmm? Who's Hans Gruber? I know the name, but I can't. I this can't. This fucking bitch. This fucking bitch. No, no, no. I know oh the name, God. but I can't place it. It's Alan Rickman character in the best Christmas movie of all time. Best Christmas movie of all time. Which, Hell yeah. Which one? Just, just help me out here. Bruce Willis. Uh, oh, are you talking about Die Hard? I haven't seen Die Hard. Yes. I haven't seen Die Hard. And yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree with Kira. <laughs> Look, oh, there is some, upset. there are some big holes in in my movie watchingness. I just watched Goodfellas like a week ago. Die Hard is much more important than Goodfellas. Well, it actually is much more culturally relevant, especially for some reason, like within the generation. They did a whole Netflix Christmas movie around the concept of two people bonding because Die Hard is their favorite Christmas movie. I think the reason why Die Hard is such an important Christmas movie mm-hmm. is because it's the only one that like is actually actiony and fun. 
where like every other Christmas movie is like, you don't believe in Santa? How could you not believe in Santa? And then you're like sitting there like, yeah, who doesn't believe in Santa in this fictional world where magical presents just show up under your tree every year? Like, is everyone and just sitting parents there like, don't freak out about it? Parents yeah. are always at the end with like this cute little knowing smile and just like, oh, this yeah. was so lovely. I guess it was just, you know, Santa Claus. Exactly. And then we have this, the reason why Die Hard is so important is we have this counterculture version where we can be like, I don't give a shit about you believing in the spirit of Christmas or not, or learning to love the who's down in Whoville. None of that matters. I just want to watch this dude shooting Europeans. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like, Orange it's going through a vent in Nakatomi Tower to save Bonnie Bedelia. It's so important. All right, I'll, it's on my list, and and I'm I'm trying to actually make progress on the list. It keeps getting longer it, instead of shorter. It sounds like you are making progress, though. I I what watched the party, pal. I watched a few. I need to. I'll have to do that that one uh, soon. Next, there's also two and three, which are okay. No, no they're not. They're okay. <laughs> If you like any Fast and the Furious movies, you like Die Hard too. Is one of them called Die Harder? Yes. Yeah. Surprisingly, no, but basically there are some. There's a lot of Die Hards. There's Die Hard with a Vengeance, uh, Live for Your Die Hard. Uh, Yeah, I know know the names of of those two. There's one where he fights a bunch of nuns called Old Habits Die Hard. Boo. I don't know. Thank Bruce you. Willis fighting a bunch of nuns. I'm interested. <laughs> what do you call a sleepwalking nun? What? A Roman Catholic. <laughs> I actually do like that. That's that's actually Thank good. You. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I was very prepared not to like that, and I liked it. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, shout out to Sam Murphy on the Rose Bowl game team for that one. Yeah, we've been off so long that we didn't really talk about college football. We haven't really talked about anything in the NFL playoffs. We'll just pretend soccer never happened because nobody cares anyways. Um, you were just oh, at the Rose Bowl game. Didn't the, the Timbers win? Shut up. You were just at the, <laughs> at the Rose Bowl. Uh, how did you uh, remind me? I know you've been doing this for a long time, but how did you originally get involved with it? I actually don't know that. Uh, you worked so, for the Pac-12, dog. Yeah. You worked for the Pac-12. The I didn't Bowl. know. It. And yeah, and the Rose Bowl is always so a Jocelyn Pac-12 turn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, the Rose Bowl is always a Pac-12 Big Ten team. Yeah. So, so it was fine. Um, I it was a really good bad game it was a terrible Um, game (laughs) it was like just a really bad game from start to finish so i rewatched it um today Mm -hmm. and i'm realizing like two things like number one it was it was a game it was a terrible game in the second quarter the second quarter was Mm -hmm. honestly like where everything just it Went was so shit. sloppy. Oh my god! Like from both teams. Like from I don't both. mind a. Sh- I don't. I, I love a good shootout. I, I wouldn't even say I don't mind a good shootout. I love a good shootout. This was not a good shootout. It was like no safety was covering the post route. And yeah. So you'd get into these one-on-one matchups every time. So we had like four basically back to back to back to back 
50 plus just turnover touchdown game. yeah it was just ugly it was constant so like that was really interesting and then the second thing was uh and mick actually was the one who pointed this out to me because i think i hadn't been paying attention because i was working on the score graphics um but so i thought that utah was out of timeouts no like in the last i thought i honestly thought that they were like oh they can't they're not gonna be able to do anything because they're just burning clock like there's no other reason why they would just be sitting here like allowing ohio state to burn this clock down and it was like no they they have they have touchdown or they they have timeouts left mm-hmm. kyle whittingham's <sighs> gonna take all of his timeouts into the championship game next year <laughs> It's not it's not fucking singular wireless minutes, okay? It doesn't roll over. <laughs> yeah, the the clock management at the end of that was just fucking stupid. It's like you make you have your backup quarterback come in. He technically throws three passes, but really only one of them counts because of two pis. He throws one of them as a touchdown. You've tied it up against one of the best teams in the nation, and you won't burn clock. What the fuck was that? I have I have no idea. Or I honestly like I didn't even I didn't even read the po- I should read the post game transcript because I'm sure that somebody asked that question. No, I just read the Reddit threads. <laughs> that's actually what Mick was doing. <laughs> that's um, probably where I got that from. Well, some, so the some, fun some, thing. <laughs> I for the record, I also quoted that because somebody was like, uh, "You all are gonna laugh, or you all laughing now, but you're gonna be stunned when Kyle Winningham takes 127 timeouts into the championship game next year." <laughs> <laughs> Where did I just put my dinner? Um. Yeah. Anyway, I love. Uh, what a fuck Google, Ohio dude. State. Yeah. Well, yes. to be fair, like fuck Utah too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Like honestly, they have a super senior on their team that is basically a goddamn senior citizen. That's some bullshit. Britton Covey cannot be on that team anymore, and he's like it's because he's star. a Mormon. That's not an excuse. If you go on a two-year mission, sorry, that that counts against your fucking like. You can go on a mission at any point in your goddamn life. It's not like you have to be nineteen to be able to tell somebody, "Hey, my religion is better than your entire life." It's bullshit. Britain. I Covey, mean, honestly, I remember Britton Covey running a fucking trick return against Oregon in twenty fifteen. It is currently twenty twenty two. He played mm-hmm. in twenty twenty two, and that's okay. That's bullshit. Again, like, for a wide receiver, it's not as big. But, like, BYU and uh, Utah use it for linemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's that fucking asterisk? Remember, BYU Nowhere. has national titles. Hey, BYU's. listen. If we're going after the Mormons, I am all for rebranding this podcast. <laughs> Completely un-Mormon. <laughs> I like Mormons for the record, but that I love them. Bullshit. Yeah, I'm I just love them. That, that aspect is bullshit. You don't get a religious exemption, especially something mm. like that. Utah. When we went to the ASU Utah game, when I was an undergrad, best fans, most welcoming tailgates, such good food. Honestly, just like the nicest place to like be a visiting fan. Um, And I think they particularly like college football because um, when they tailgate on Saturday, uh, they can actually buy alcohol. mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You know, Kyle is Kyle's nice guy. 
<laughs> that's like every Mormon is Kyle. Nice dude. Nice dude. <laughs> but like, mm, so many missed opportunities, and literally the only reason that Ohio State won is because they had like one drive where like they were able to capitalize and the fucking time management. Like yeah. I have no doubt that the way that their defense was playing. Well, the only sorry, good. The way that their defense was playing, like if Utah had had enough time left to and they didn't have to pull some like crazy stupid shit, like they could have gotten within field goal range. But the only reason that Utah was even in it in the first place was some real stupid sloppy play from Ohio State in particular. Yeah. Like when That's what I'm it? saying. It's bullshit because like whether Ohio State and Utah played like equally not great, mm-hmm. equally sloppy. Slop. Yeah. And the only reason that Ohio State pulled it out was because they were able to get within field goal range. Like yeah. But then there's also like the Ohio State receiver, the kid that was setting records and shit, forget his name offhand. Mm. Um when he's Jackson running... Smith and Jigba. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I can't say that word out loud without it sounding racist, so I'm not going to <laughs> Uh, no, we had the okay. same thought. <laughs> a few people did, but no, I mean, no, he's a no, good no, no, J S. J S M. Jackson. Jackson. You know what? Fuck it. Um, I'm just gonna call him Hove. Oh. <laughs> but like, there is that wide open touchdown, for example, where he was running it in, and stopped paying attention for like five seconds, and, and gets fucking stripped. Yeah, that was great. So, so fun fact that he he thought he was in and I understand why he thought he was in, but Jesus Christ, like that's just some absurd, stupid, lucky break that Utah got. Mm -hmm. So that play was not recognized by the stat broadcast like that we use for in game, like in the press box Mm -hmm. ESPN, like their stat recognized it. So when they broke the stat of like, Oh, like he is now like tied for the most, or he just set a record of like most rushing yards in 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 any Rose Bowl game history. Wasn't any bowl game? Well, it, it eventually was, mm-hmm. you know, any bowl game. But our stat broadcast crew was like, "What?" And they had to go back and find it, and it was that play that was the mm-hmm. one that did it. Because hmm. yeah. it's an antiquated system, and I, we only keep using it because of contract. Yeah. Well, even still, like I don't know, records kind of get into this weird point where the game is so different now and mm-hmm. and records just don't mean what people like attribute them to like it's mm-hmm. fine like if you're like yeah this kid set the record that's awesome good for him but if you're like this kid is better because he has a record it's like we live in a fucking hey. different world yeah and... reporting to kirk herbstreet okay Any well kid is okay you started so the sentence I'm sorry, I, I I cut you off because you started the sentence like that and it just hurt me. Sorry, what were you saying? You said, according to Kirk Herbstreet, any kid who opts out of a bowl game is really what's wrong with college football. So, mm. yeah. Meanwhile, Matt Corral gets broken and isn't going to be, uh, or is likely injured going into the draft mm-hmm. because he decided to opt in and play this game. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he just might have fucked his entire professional career to play this but he's what's right with the game he just, he yeah. just doesn't love it or he he just loves it more than chris olave or any of the other guys that I've speaking of sorry uh, david what were you gonna say nothing okay uh on the same vein, by the way the fucking fiesta bowl commentators 
which ba- all but said that they Who wanted that? to fuck the entire SEC. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to be more specific. Uh, in what sense was that used? Wait, let me let me get this information first before I. Um, it was Bob Wachusen and Dan Orlovsky. Who said? Oh, Dan Orlovsky. Um, basically, like their entire like they spent the entire time. By the way, no SEC teams in this game. Uh, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame. <laughs> they they spent the entire time talking about, you know, they proved the other day that anybody who doubted the SEC or the CFP committee that they it's absolutely absurd and like. It's like no one said that the SEC isn't great. We just get so fucking sick of you jacking them off, and now you're sitting there doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, I saw Mina Keem's uh, tweet about Dan Orlovsky. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. She said she complimented him. I couldn't tell if it was facetious or... Oh, they work on the same show together. So, yeah. Yeah. So, probably not. I'll take note. I'll take note. Uh slander about mina comes just for the record nah, i'm saying she she <laughs> praised dan for his work on that game so i'm saying whatever was whatever so she bad. was doing is equally likely her actually giving him praise her feeling like she needs to give him praise or her messing with him in some underhanded way because that's kind of <laughs> how they are i just know it's oh, some sorry, terrible don't. terrible commentating like why are you talking about the sec in the first place like, yeah that wh- one time is fine but they did it a bunch. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was just really bad commentating. A bunch? I watched a bunch. I watched almost all of these bowl games on mute um, for <laughs> one reason or another. And so I didn't, I wasn't graced with having to listen to that stuff. Um, hey, Kira, speaking of, if I uh, come to the Rose Bowl game next year, can I like hang out with you in press box and stuff? I can ask. Usually it's just SOs. Okay. Which is why Mick got the invite. Can, can we have a Mormon relationship? And... <laughs> I don't think that's how Mormon works. I'll, I'll, that's I'll put re- Mick in front, of, in front of everybody. Reverse Mormon. If that makes me... See, he's a very fuckable guy, though, so that's yeah. that's not really much of a sacrifice. If anything, that would be like a treat, so... It, it, it really is. I'm just saying, like, if they need proof. Like, <laughs> I'll beg him in front of them. <laughs> it's it's interesting but like even Mike and I were talking he was just like during the week he's like it's interesting to see like what happens but during the week it's just like so much dead time but Sorry, were all of you there by the way was like Jocelyn and Karen, Karen there with you no so no. so Jocelyn only did it when she was a fellow mm. she did not come back the next year because she was in with the networks the next year lame um and I mainly got it because... I was going to come as her significant other. You should. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you're dumb. But, I mean, we, they all love Jocelyn. But it's funny because, like, they oh, yeah, had, they've only... But um, So, the main reason is, so my first year was also Doug's first year. And then my second year was Karen, the current director, her first year. And she was like, hey, do we know anybody who would want to come back and work this? And... Like Doug volunteered, um, and then he reached out to me. He was mm-hmm. like, you know, here's the person who did it last year, and then Karen is basically like my big sister at this point, because uh, I've been with her for nine whole years. 
And we hang out year round too. Like we'll usually she she's from the East Bay, so whenever she's out here, we'll hang out. And, Are you guys and looking things. for more people to work it? Because I would 100% join. Possibly, I'll keep you updated. Bo, stop okay. licking my if there, cleavage. If there's any positions that uh, need to be filled, <laughs> hit me up. Stop it. Leave it alone. I'm hello down. Did you just burp in my face? Yeah, you I'm look ashamed. Of... You look ashamed. All right, there you go. Um, so yeah, fuck Ohio State. Fuck Ohio um, State. I'm very, very happy that Michigan won against them because that was probably mm -hmm. Ohio State, one of Ohio State's better showings. Mm -hmm. um, but it also makes a lot of sense as to why Oregon also beat Ohio State this year, just seeing how Ohio State performed. And, I mean, obviously, Actually, like... If we played five more minutes of that game, they would have beaten us by two touchdowns, just so we're clear. Yeah, okay, that's pretty valid. But still. Like, they, they were storming if, at the end. They were in full form, and we were trying our best to not die. Well, if this game had lasted for maybe another 30 seconds, which it could have... Great. Anyway... Um, other than that, uh, the Mayo Bowl has been a highlight because they actually poured mayonnaise Mayo all bad. over the so South Carolina coach after he won. And did you just call him the South Carolina coach? <clears throat> yeah, the coach of South Carolina. Shane goddamn Beamer. Uh, I mean, one of those words means something to me, but I don't think it's for the reason that you were intending. Is it Frank Beamer's kid? It's Frank Beamer's goddamn kid. That's cute. That That's doesn't mean cute. anything to me either. Who's Frank Beamer? He's the infamous coach of the Vatoof game. Uh, I thought you were going to tell me he was in <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> He's actually Hans Gruber's accomplice. It's actually the name of Bruce Willis's character. This is Frank Beamer. <laughs> oh my god, I would pay so much money to see a Die Hard remake with Frank Beamer as Bruce Willis's character and um, ooh, Nick Saban as Hans Gruber. No, no, no. I got, I got a better one. Uh-oh. Steve um, Spurrier. Ooh, I like that. No, I'm going to go with uh, Jim Mora. The original Jim Mora. Jim Mora Sr. The oh. Jim Mora who is known for his uh, infamous uh, post game interview playoffs <laughs> talking about play we're trying to win a game and you're talking about playoffs, playoffs? which is basically like the the modern era jim mora senior is now kirby smart because <laughs> after that game when his players tried to pour gatorade on him he was just like no fuck you this is not the championship game we're not doing that <laughs> hi yes i said i said fuck you i didn't mean you I just don't, like the idea of hearing, hearing the phrase, yippee ki yay cowboy! <laughs> <laughs> um, I would be fully down also for uh, Mac Brown to play some role in this movie mm. just because it would provide the exact awkward juxtaposition that I want. So, And then I want Gus Johnson to play the black hacker guy. <laughs> Oh, and who who would be the limo who driver, Lane Kiffin? Ooh, that's a good question. Argyle. Oh, I do kind of like that. Lane Kiffin as Argyle because he's not paying any fucking attention until, like, he needs to be involved. And he, if he hadn't piped up when he did, then John McLean would have died. <laughs> Sorry, 
David, you're just getting all the spoilers for Die Hard right now. I'm sorry. I mean, oh, it, it, it came it came out in 1989. Yeah, I'm not gonna get mad. At it's his fault at this point. Guys, okay. guys, you have to no, no, wait no, no. two thousand weeks before you can say anything. Here, here's my perfect oh, one. Agent Johnson and Agent Johnson. Mike Riley, Lincoln Riley. Oh, I'm so down for that. Hey, I'm Agent Riley. Your... This is Agent Riley. No relation. You chip your tooth. You do have a chip on your tooth. Oh, I do. I do enjoy that we're we're live drafting one of those fake uh, bad. Uh, <laughs> replacement or, or or alternate cast lists or whatever oh yeah okay what was and the then, really uh, bad lord of the rings one where it was like seth rogan as sam is steve buscemi was gone was yeah that's what it was it's pretty great so good hey. okay wait so the officer carl the 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 black cop that was uh helping john mcclane hold hold on hold on Gre- let me think about it repilama Oh my god. Oh, sorry, Bo. Sorry. <laughs> yes. How good would that be? That would be incredible. I was going to say off. I was going to say Chip Kelly, but uh, he is now uh, or no, no, never mind. I'm missing up. Uh, Brian Kelly is over at LSU now. Yep. Which, speaking of, okay, this is entirely <gasps> Wait, unrelated. No, 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 no. I got the best one. Bonnie okay. Bedelia. Wait, who's gonna, Bonnie Bedelio? She she's the wife of John McClane. Uh-huh. Um, that will be played by Mike Gundy. <laughs> With his mullet. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> the thing is the thing is he you only see him from behind. He never actually turns around to look at the, the camera. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just the mullet. It's actually credited in the post movie scenes as like Mike Gundy's mullet. Not actually Mike Gundy. <laughs> I like the idea of him going in there. I'm a woman. I'm 40. Come after me. <laughs> um, all right. Quick time out. I have to re up. Okay. We should David go on his uh, his soccer diatribe now. Okay. I'll I'll fill you guys in in soccer. All right. While okay. you're while you're gone, yes. Jay, because I know you don't care anyways. Um, I care. Everything's going to shit. Uh, everything's going to shit, and uh, everything's going to shit. So, wow. Manchester United got rid of Oligono Sochar. They brought in Ralph Ragnick, who is some genius, apparently, about the game of pressing. Um, so... I would have thought he was an expert in Thor <laughs> Ragnarok, just because of his name. Ragnar, but... yeah. I think he. I think he might be. He, he's definitely Nordic of some kind. I just don't know. Maybe, well, he might be German. Anyways, um, yeah, they're all the same. Yeah, he's he's north north left European. Um, <laughs> so he uh, hasn't been great so far. Um, they did have one recent good result that makes it kind of feel like, oh, you know, things are turning back around. But that was the whole story with Ole. It was they they uh, come in and right when you thought he was going to get the boot, they'd pull out some ridiculous result and be like, oh, I, you know, I guess he's got this thing turned around. And then they would do terrible for a while, and then he'd pull him around with some good result. And and there were always like legit results. Like like one of them was yeah. was a Champions League upset over uh, Paris Saint Germain. Like like they were they were not small things. Um, yeah, 
It's like how like Jim Harbaugh beating Ohio State probably secured his coaching job for yeah. like another maybe one or two seasons. Okay. Yep. Uh, you mean ten seasons? Yeah. <laughs> same same idea on a smaller scale, right? Um, so finally they get rid of him. They bring in Ralph Ragnick. And like I said, it's kind of been all up and down. I, I, it's going to be interesting to see what they do in January here. They have a lot of players who want to leave. Um, and they have a lot of money to try and spend on, on other players too. And a lot of those players that leave will probably generate some revenue. So it'll be interesting to see Mm -hmm. if they make a move, um, for some of these guys who press a bit more like Ragnick wants to, um, separately from Manchester United, uh, Ch- Christian Pulisic returned to Chelsea oh. today, scored a goal. I have a, pretty ridiculous I have, um, goal. soccer news that I want to talk about. Well, um, let David yeah. finish his soccer news. Jesus. Well, I mean, like, he's just rattling off. I yeah. want to have a discussion. Yeah, yeah Manchester City is going to win the league. Yeah, yeah what, what's your thing? Um, what are your thoughts on um, Real Madrid uh, actively pursuing Mbop? I think that PSG. So I this is not my take. I heard this take on uh, ESPN FC, but I'm very um, persuaded by it. it. I'm I'm persuaded by it. So Real Madrid submitted a 200 million dollar bid for Mbappe at last summer. Last summer. Now keep in mind that means that you pay 200 million to PSG for the privilege of being able to pay a contract so so 200 million doesn't even go to the player it goes to the club this is how transfers work in international soccer imagine that if i wanted to bring in aaron Rodgers, i first had to pay the packers and then i could pay aaron Rodgers, and there were two separate bills so it's crazy because then you'd also have to pay the cdc (laughs) (laughs) anyways so so they uh, they submitted this bid, and PSG just basically said, "No, no way. We're not trading. We're not selling him for anything. We've, he's got one more year on his contract, and we're going to get it out of him." They know that they have him, they have Neymar, they brought in Messi, which means they look at it as like right now is when we can win the Champions League. They also had uh, a few other other pieces that are they have a, they have a very good team. They have a very good team. I don't think they'll win, but they have a very good team. Um, so who do you think is going to win? Uh, probably Bayern Munich. They're just okay. They're just oh, they're always good. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. was the name of the the guy who's now who was the commentator Michael something or another who played for Bayern Munich and was on the German national team? Yeah, that's uh oh, I know his name. Uh, it starts with a B, I think. Bollock. Bollock. Yeah, Michael Bollock. Yeah. yeah. He was. I remember him. Yeah, he was a great player. Um, but so because they said no. Real Madrid now have two hundred million that they were willing to spend just sitting around. Jesus. If if Real Madrid brings in Mbappe on a free because in January he can negotiate a contract starting in June, so starting when or July, one of the two, starting when his contract expires with PSG, he can negotiate right now so they can get him locked up, and then they can go to Dortmund and they can pay Dortmund two hundred million to bring in Erling Holland. And they can walk into the next several years of European soccer with the two number one pieces that anybody wants, which is Mbappe and uh, and Holland. I guess depending on who you ask, some people might put Salah up in there, but I I would have him third over those guys. Under those you guys. You, so basically, two of the consensus <clears throat> top three. Top, top three, top three young players. Like Mbappe no, is like twenty two. 
and oh my gosh. and Erling Holland is like twenty one. Like this is this is next level uh, rich get richer if they can bring in both of those players, add them to a squad that already is already leading in uh, the Spanish league, I believe still. Um, yeah. They actually have a pretty good cushion, if I remember correctly, um, partially because Vinicius Jr. is playing out of his fucking mind. So they're, they're yeah. Uh, yeah, to answer your question, Jay, I don't think it's just Mbappe. I think they're going to get Holland too. I, I really buy that. Holland has said he wants to play there. I hope that he doesn't. I hope he comes to Manchester United instead because mm-hmm. Manchester yeah. United is also trying right. to get him. But I don't know why any young player would choose Manchester United right now with the chaos that they've had there. Yeah, well, like Holland's a really hot topic um, right now, especially after uh, Spider Man just came out. Yeah, like, everybody wants him. Yep, yep. The whole world knows his name. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Wait, have you both seen the new Spider Man? No, I'm so mad about it. And my only spoiler I'm for you is no, 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 no spoilers. Going to be no, 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 no. It's a Kira spoiler. Mother speak. It's going to be. That I cried so hard for so long towards the end of that movie that I got a bloody nose in the theater. Okay, but you cry at everything, so that doesn't mean Yeah, that. but I don't cry to the point of getting a bloody nose all the time. That's that's not true. I've already had enough spoilers on it, honestly, and I hate it. Why haven't you seen it yet? Either way, nose bled in public. Because no I've... tissues. It was great. I, I don't go to movies by myself um, because it, I, I have a really weird, like, uncomfortableness about that. And so I've been waiting to see it with some person. And uh, it's just been pushed aside. Anyway, we're going on Tuesday. It's fine. Sweet. Well, I will fly up and go with you next time. <laughs> or you, you should just come down here. It'll be fine. I'm, okay, I'm down. Most expensive movie ticket you'll ever buy. But... Well, I mean, I already did that for Shang-Chi, so I might as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's free. Uh, <laughs> I just had to pay uh, for the plane ticket. Which was yeah, not... super cheap. Actually, it wasn't. It's basically, that's not uh, bad the... to go to San Francisco because they're too hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, Holland. That's an interesting take because I mean it also just bring like throws into sharp relief how like international soccer is still. I mean, I think. We continue to forget how it's this giant powerhouse, especially when we talk about it directly in juxtaposition to a league that refuses to pay its players, but citing them as amateurs uh, for like basically exploiting them, exploiting them. Mm-hmm. Totally. In other big news, have you guys heard the biggest celebrity news to come out of December 31st? That one dude jumped out of dropped out of Impractical Jokers. Joe Gatto is out of Impractical Jokers amid um, a divorce on behalf of his wife. Wow. Wait, yeah. so that was like the divorce settlement? No, he said that he was leaving Impractical Jokers among personal issues and that um, his wife had amicably, amicably decided to end their marriage. <clears throat> Which so, basically means she's leaving him. Yeah, which also basically means, like, I'm leaving. Please don't bug me. My wife just divorced me. Leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason you, I don't know how that's only reason you disclose those on the same day. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's actually fucking wild. I don't know how that show's going to survive without the whole quartet. And I would say that about any of them. Like, 
the point is that they're all you know like lifelong friends and all that and it's guest fun episodes they can feed off of each other guest episodes like have feel, an episode where like, like like one episode where steve-o comes on a different episode where they have kevin hart they'll they'll figure it out i imagine if they're gonna bring in anybody it's chris de stefano um who's a comedian that's done shows on uh true tv does podcasts with sal oh, okay things like that yeah like that he sense. has a close connection to him and he's a very funny dude I feel like another series where you could talk about four people being super, super close friends and you couldn't really imagine the series without any one of the four of them would be Golden Girls. Rest in peace, Betty White. See, uh, I brought it back full circle to your initial point. What what show was that? I've, I've actually never seen Golden Girls. Oh, is Girls. that the one where the, there's like all those like fucking MILF bimbos in the city and they're all like drinking all the time talking about banging young kids? No, that's Sex in the City. Oh. Yeah, this one they live in the the burbs. That's that's mm. your key differentiating factor here. This is like still a bunch of milf and bows. I Again, I don't know anything about <laughs> it, but I just presume that it's like if uh, if the fucking neighbor lady whose name is escaping me, Donna's mom in that '70s oh. show, had like three oh, of Kitty. them. No, not Kitty. Kitty's, no, not Kitty. Kitty's Foreman's mom. That's right. The other one is it? Is it Midge? Maybe I cannot remember. Yeah, you're. I've, yeah. I've seen that show a bunch of times, and like you say, Midge, and I don't know if her name was Madge, Midge, Mudge, Marge, Mid. I think Marge, it was Midge. Yeah. Donna's mom, and it's not her mom; it's her stepmom. Yeah, uh, I think it's her mom. Pretty sure it's her mom. Is it? Yeah. It's Midge. 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 Nice. Good job. Yeah. So I presume that Midge Golden Girls is just like three of them living together, right? Or well, three of them plus one of their moms. Okay. Golden Girls is a solid show. <clears throat> it's uh, it's um, going to be low on the list, guys. No offense. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, it's just the list is very you low. Need to, you don't need to put it on the list because the list is already pretty. Yeah. If I don't um, need to so... watch it, if I don't need to watch it more than Die Hard, I don't think I can add it to the list because there's still several things to come before Die Hard. That's absurd. Die Hard is absolutely fantastic. It needs Welcome to be to your top five right now. It really do. Especially because um, it's short. Well, it's an unordered list, so I don't know how I can <laughs> do that. What time is it? It's actually ordered. It's out. Game time. Right now, it's nine twenty-four. Okay, so who's gonna win the Super Bowl? All right, um, nine twenty-four, January second. The Green Bay Packers are winning the Super Bowl. Lame, lame take, lame fucking take, lame fucking take. Don't care. I want to be Why a right. Is it a lame no one cares. Take. I have not followed any professional football for like a long they're, time they're, they're the number one seed and the favorite it's a boring fucking lame take don't care it's what i i don't understand why people do these takes of like i'm gonna go with this team even though i don't really believe it okay so then that's not your real opinion because okay, nobody, wa- nobody wants the cookie cutter fucking the cookie cutter basic fucking answer we want to hear then... an interesting reason why a different team might win okay, okay i like the okay. rams follow-up question I like the Rams. Who will the Packers play in the Super Bowl? Not the Rams. You already provide that. And how they will they the win Rams. it? They can't play the Rams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. How so. will they win it? Um. Okay. So I like the Chargers in the Super Bowl. Um, they haven't. They've been playing a little weak right now, but I think they are looking forward to the Super Bowl or to the playoffs at at some point. And I think they will step up uh, as soon as the playoffs begin. Um, in the matchup of the, the Chargers and the Packers, 
it's a pick em, but I'm going to, I'll play the devil's advocate. I'll go with the Chargers. Um, it's, they have a very strong trio in Eckler, Herbert, and um, whatever their wide receiver's name is. Williams oh, yeah, and Keenan Allen. I just wanted to bother David. So annoying. <laughs> it's so fucking David, annoying. David is like, okay, David, every single season of, of fantasy football, I don't know if I've ever been in a league where David did not have Keenan Allen. <laughs> like, that guy, David is the biggest believer in Keenan Allen. Yeah. And, like, he's good. I'm not saying he's bad or anything like that. But David loves that guy. He is my kryptonite. So, yeah. Um, I believe all three of those players will, can uh, absolutely step up. The Chargers defense has been solid all around. Um, obviously, like one of the best uh, edge rushers uh, in the league with Bosa. Like that's a solid team. And again, I don't know if any of those are on injuries or uh, COVID protocols or whatever. I haven't paid attention to the Chargers that much, but yeah, no, that, that, that that's my uh, that's my pick. <laughs> Okay. Even though, even which is a hard pick because they still haven't clinched a spot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, that's still uh, not bad. I, that I whole do, entire like division slash most of that conference are they still just like very middle of the ground when it comes to records? Like, there's no real. I think all of NFL like there's. Just, I don't remember how parity works, but either there's very little parity or there's a lot of parity. Whatever it means when. Uh, it's surprisingly close. Everyone's on the cusp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not much parity. Okay. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of uh, difference. On the same note, by the way, David, um, <laughs> how do you feel going into your final week matchup with the possibility of uh, the Steelers head coach not getting a winning record for the first time in his entire career okay okay so so hold on <laughs> bear with me here okay wait wait before they... you do um for context for anybody listening the steelers are currently seven seven and one third in the afc north and they are going into the or they're playing against the browns in their final week um i think they're the home team uh it's, they're, they're the home team tomorrow yeah, yeah so it's in it's in pittsburgh um this if, this podcast if, will come out after that game. Okay. If if the Steelers lose, it'll be the first time in history that Mike Tomlin has had a losing record. Wrong. Mike Tomlin. Wrong. Is it? Because what? if they lose this game but then win the following week, he'll end he'll end five hundred. Win the following week. It's they're seven seven one. Do they play seventeen games? Yeah, this is a seventeen game season. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have to. We, yeah, they have tomorrow, and then we have another week. Oh God. Yeah. That's too much. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So, 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 what could happen is he could lose his record of always having a winning record, but he could instead maintain a record of never having a losing one. Right? You see how we spin it? You see how we spin it? But you also have wow. to go against the Ravens after that. The Ravens, who so far have not had. Uh, Lamar uh, Jackson, and uh, even if he does come back, I mean, he's largely hobbled. So Tyler Huntley, um, it's not it's not horrible. I'd pick Huntley over Big Ben at the moment. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that it's especially because you're going to be, you're um, gonna be in in Baltimore. Because this game Baltimore? is supposed to, this is supposed to be uh, Big Ben's last home game, right? 
Uh, yeah, so we will be in Baltimore. Look, I think we're going to split these games. I don't think we're going to win both of them. I think we're going to I think we're going to lose one and we're going to win the other. And uh, I think we should both win and lose both of these games. I think they're toss-ups. I think you should lose both of them. Just to see the world burn. <clears throat> no, just to see if David said. And also just 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 in fair play, uh, big news. For the first time since joining the NFC West, the Seahawks have clinched fourth in the division. That is the only time that they have ever done that. It has been a shit show. And we also put up 51 points against the Lions, which is something that the Cardinals couldn't do. Also, the Steelers couldn't do. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It all... It, it all doesn't matter because the Steelers are not going to the playoffs so that's that has sailed um, um you're on the bubble we have to win out and we need some other stuff to happen our chances are like five percent or something like that um so you're saying there's a chance it's not happening but what is there's happening what is happening is Ben Roethlisberger is going to finally retire which means for the first time in a long time we Bathrooms are, in Pittsburgh will be a safe place to be. I was going to say, we are as long as we don't trade for Deshaun Watson, going to start next season without a sexual predator at quarterback. <laughs> but there's still time for them to trade for Deshaun Watson, so let's see what happens. Oh, who, do you, who do you like for your uh, next quarterback? Uh, Gardner Minshew. I want Gardner Minshew. That's fair. I've, I also I've, like Matt Corral. I also like Matt Corral. I don't I know like, if you guys are in a high enough position to get Matt Corral, but I, I like him as a pro. The thing I like about Gardner is I think he's good enough to get it done if the defense is really good and the parts around oh, yeah. him are really good. But the best thing about him is no matter what, it's going to be entertaining. Gardner is the new Nick Foles, honestly. Like, very exciting. Not necessarily the best, but like any team who has him should be happy that they have him and not Blake Bortles. Yeah. Yeah, so I would love Gardner. That'd be great. And if and if they really think that Jalen Hurts is their guy, I feel like he won't be that hard to get away from Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's way safer than trying to draft somebody, especially this year where it doesn't really look like there's anybody great. So you're going mid-round again, and are you really going to hand it over to them? Okay, probably not. So now we're giving it to one of the guys on the roster. The only thing that I would rather um, think than uh, Minshew would be bringing in Aaron Rodgers, but it's looking less and less likely like he's leaving. Oh, yeah. I'm still a firm <clears throat> believer in that you should never draft a starting quarterback. Like it's like it's 50 50. It, it's so rare that a good you, you draft. It, it's less than 50. I would say at best it's 25%. Like, well, it's at 50 50 that they're going to be somebody that you want to keep around that, that you're like, Oh, we, we, maybe we got a I shot would, with this. I maybe would we still have say a, at best 25%. Like it's so rare. Like, Look, look, look at the draft that Josh Allen was in. Josh, wait, let me, let me look at that quarterback. The Josh Allen, I think, was a decent pick. And I he's not even the best in the league, but he's at least decent enough, like you said. I can't remember uh, who else came in that year. It was it was a big quarterback year. Um, was that the Sam Baker Darnold. year? Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, uh, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen. Uh there was this is also the year that we had some like wait was this not the year with dan jones i thought it was the same year as dan jones no daniel jones was the following okay 
because so Daniel Jones some, went second. Some decent, uh, um, Mason Rudolph. Fuck me. I I'm actually surprised that Mason Rudolph did as was as uh, undesirable as he was. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay, that the, the, uh, it was like the last pick of the round, I think. Kyle Lauletta, Mike White, Luke Falk, Tanner Lee, Danny Etling, Alex McGuff. So you're saying Logan you, Woodside. You're saying guys from the draft. You're not just saying first round guys. Yeah, yeah. I was saying like 50-50 on the first round. Even then, man, like for QBs in particular, it's such a volatile, volatile position. Yeah. No, I'm I'm fine with I us bouncing around on on whatever are the available quarterbacks for the next couple of years while we try to figure it out. Like, just please mm-hmm. don't please don't make me root for Kirk Cousins. Please you, don't. You guys make... need a better. You guys need a better running back before you can uh, start really feeling comfortable with shooting for different quarterbacks. Najee's been spectacular this year. I mean, he's getting a lot but, of his work on these little these little screen passes and stuff. But as the as the offensive line has got better, he's he's been doing more and more. When I when I say fantastic, I mean a top tier. Because if you don't have a top tier quarterback or top tier running back, you can't have a bad quarterback. What and are even as much as I like to make fun of Ben Roethlisberger for not being who he was, he's at least a serviceable, decent quarterback, which takes pressure off of the running back position. Yeah, so Najee isn't in – he's not in the Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara. He's, he's not in that top group, but I, I would say he's in – I mean, he's a rookie, so give him some time, but he's kind of in that next, like, Josh Jacobs uh, – uh you know miles sanders um he's in the same he's in the same category as miles sanders but uh, not josh jacobs i i i think he is i mean it's hard it's really hard to say josh has been hurt all year um i i think he's better than james connor well that's obvious connor's had a great year he's still not great the thing is, yeah, I, I, I put a good him, running back. I agree, he's not top tier. I put him in the middle. It makes the other one look better, because if I have to spend all yeah. my like, if you have a great quarterback, then I have to drop so much more to coverage. I have to do like all kinds of like fucking drop five co- uh, coverages and things like that, which means that I'm not putting pressure on a running back, and I'm trying to let you run because I think I can beat your running back better than I can beat your quarterback. Yeah. So and and vice versa. Like if you have a great running game. I have to stack five. I have to do all kinds of nickel and dime fucking uh, packages. And I can't drop into coverage the same way, which makes the quarterback look better. That's why everyone like, keeps trying to buy in on Kansas City's running back in fantasy football. They're like, one of these oh, yeah. fucking years, this is going to pay off. But it would have been this year, and they've been splitting duties. So. It doesn't help that uh, Edward Tolera has been out. But yeah. Or is out. Uh, yeah, he's out. He's out again. He was back for a while, and he was he was putting mm-hmm. up numbers, but it was no nothing to write home about because Daryl Williams was still there getting work, also. Yeah, but like, I mean, I also don't believe that fantasy is a good or good uh, deter- determining factor. Of no, I was a just good player. I just you know an who is not a great. You know who is a not a great uh, fantasy player was um, Larry, uh, fucking Fitzgerald. Uh, he was good in PPR, but that was before we were playing PPR. Yeah. Also, but, no one should be playing PPR. <laughs> I it's, I only like it for certain formats. Dynasty is one of those formats. Otherwise, I'm I'm that cool off sense, it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. PPR is like an early 2000s thing. Well, it's actually like, gaining popularity. 
it's, it's which is stupid. It's become it's so the standard and everything because it makes wide receivers absurdly valuable yeah. and like weird niche out of the backfield running back. Yep. Like Devontae Freeman when he was on the Falcons, like he was a decent running back in PPR. He was ungodly. People are like, well, it, it, it widens the playing, the, you know, the, the players that I can choose from. So I can, you know, I can play some of these other running backs when my guy gets hurt. It's like, cool, but you're going up against Devontae Adams who has 40 points. So it doesn't Look, fucking matter. I'm all for PPR if you also give a point for every handoff to a running back. That would be interesting. Which does not exist. Yeah, that, 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 wouldn't, that would not be... PPH. P- that would not be equitable. <laughs> well, because... That's, that's the only way to balance it. I, I understand, but no, no wide receiver is catching 20 passes is the thing. But you have like running backs that flare out of the backfield, get thrown the ball because the quarterback is getting his shit rocked. The running back then gets knocked behind the line of to gain for minus two yards, and he gets point eight in fantasy. Yep, that's fucking stupid. I agree. He did not make a play. He got. He was the least common denominator. The quarterback was throwing the ball away, missed and hit somebody lost yards and we're like way to go <laughs> it's fucking stupid ppr is a dumb fucking format again i'm on your side i'm on your side yeah. on it um kira what are your fantasy hot takes i don't have any if kira i doesn't... did i would have actually set my lineup multiple <laughs> times this year and i just didn't do that so. well, i was about to say kira doesn't play fantasy i was to say here's a hot no. take you drafting jamar chase in the dynasty league was a good call Thank you. Uh, oh, I know, I know what we can do. We can, we can end on this. Uh, Antonio Brown, what the fuck? What do you do now? To be fair, that is the least what the fuck thing I've ever heard about Antonio Brown. I, yeah, it's just the most recent. He uh, he got in an argument with somebody on the sideline and then took his gear off and left the field and quit the team. He's not he's not on the Bucks anymore. So that man should have stopped playing like four or five years ago. With that, guys, I think uh, we've made a triumphant return to podcasting. Happy wow. New Year, bitches. Happy New Year. For, for, for anyone listening, by the way, we haven't uh, put anything out for a while ex- exclusively because all of us have been ex- absurdly busy. It's mostly been David. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's really David's fault. Well, we were we were all very busy at the same time. And then I was very busy afterwards and said, let's just regroup after the new year. We'll start it off fresh. We'll get it nice and nice and fancy like, and uh, we'll go from there. New year, new podcast. Nope. It's the same podcast. We don't do anything beforehand. We just watch the, watch the football games and then talk about stuff. (laughs) Sometimes we don't even do the first part.